Hi everyone, welcome back to another episode of Journey with Janita. This is your host, Janita, and today I just want to check in with you all and just see how everyone has been doing. Um, It has been a long week. I think the last time I recorded was March 4th, and it is now March 11th, and so much has changed uh, in that week or since that week, or since the beginning of the week, I should say. Um... So much so, I almost didn't want to record today because I was like, wow, I don't really have anything like super duper, like I guess positive and uplifting. But I guess now that I'm recording and now that I can actually hear myself vocalizing it out loud, I guess that there is a couple of things that I could say that is positive and that is uplifting. Um, I just thank God for waking me up this morning and starting me on my way. I thank God for allowing me the opportunity to learn things about myself, even in transition. Um, I thank God for transition. I thank God for um, basically, like, I guess, breaking up the ground underneath my feet. Because I think sometimes, personally, I decide that I want to become, like, I want to make temporary places my home. God always comes in and just shakes it up under my feet and he shows me where my true home is which is dwelling in his presence under his shadow under his wing you know and so I guess today I just wanted to talk to you guys about that today and just give a little brief little update of what's been going on with me and my life and just uh, check in with you all and see how everyone's doing Um, so I was having a couple problems on my job and you know everyone goes through issues on their job you know some things that you know you can work through some things you can't and uh and the things that you can't work through you know you go to your hr representative and you work it out and you know things get settled on your behalf and your matter whatever but in my case it that wasn't the case um things happened that just it it was just a mess and so long story tolerable i'm now free from the bondage of my job and I have um, gone on to do other things, um, better things, I should say. Uh, literally trusting God through this journey. Um, I've never been without a job, I guess, and I shouldn't say never because my adult life, I went to school straight out of high school. I decided to go to college, and you know, like I did college, and then after college, I worked at a salon for a little bit. And then I started doing retail jobs a little bit here and there and stuff like that. So I've just been kind of like in that mode. But, you know, I also started my crochet business last year and just doing like little things in between, but just never at a place where I had like nothing. So I'm at a different place, but it's something about the different place where I'm at that it just allows me to just trust God in a new way. So Uh, I remember a couple months ago, I was telling the Lord, like, you know, God, like, I trust you with my timeline. I trust you with what you're about to do with my life. And so this is all a part of the timeline. You know, like, you don't get to pick and choose which parts that you're going to decide to trust God with in, in regard to saying, I trust you with the timeline. Like, no, he gets it all, the whole thing. And so, um, I'm being very vulnerable and very open about this, um, People are probably going to wonder, how is she going to make it without a job? And what's going to happen? And But the Lord's already shown me what's going to happen. He's already shown me how he's going to work on my behalf. And even the things that he has not showed me yet, uh, like I said, I trust him. And I totally depend on him. I'm leaning on him. 
And um, something I can say, I was encouraged this week by a couple things. And one of them I can honestly say, um, I heard someone make a statement there like, uh, God hears, or he heard the blood crying out from the ground. He heard Abel's blood. And so I know that he hears me. And I just latched onto that. And I was like, God hears everything, every silent prayer. He hears our tears. He knows them by name. Like he, he knows, he knows even when we don't even have the words to speak out. He hears like our, he hears our moans. He hears everything. So I'm like, I know that he hears me. And I know that the things that I've been going to the Lord about and and petition and prayer, you know, like seeking his face about things. Like I know, I know that he hears me and I hope that someone who's listening knows that he he hears you as well. I mean, things might not wrap up and work out like in two or three days, but I mean, just know that he literally has all of us in his hands. And another thing that I heard earlier this week was uh, to trust the shepherd. And so the Lord literally will leave the 99 to go after the one. But somehow the Lord had to convince the 99 sheep that even though I'm about to leave you, I'm still with you. Like, wow, because he literally never leaves us nor forsakes us. So he was still with them, even in his awayness to go pick out the one and to go get the one. So I was just like, wow, like, Lord, thank you for allowing me to understand that even though it may seem like I'm alone and it may seem like, oh, I'm just searching for answers, searching for answers. He's like, lo, I'll be with you always. And I'm like, (laughs) okay, I trust you. I'm here. I I trust you completely. I've never been here before. This is a different space for me. I literally just moved into my own place last year, but I'm like, I know that God knew that the transition at work would happen while I had my own spot. So I'm like, I got bills to pay. I got things to do. I got this, 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 and this, but I know that God has me cradled in his hands. So it's a different place. It's a different place that I'm in, but I mean, what better place to be than in the hand of the Lord? I mean, someone asked me the other day, Hey, um, how are you making it? You know, like, how, how are you doing? How are you doing? And stuff like that. And I'm just like, I'm doing good. I, you know, I haven't went hungry. I got a kitchen full of food. I mean, my lights are on. My, my, my mind is here. My, you know, I'm here. Like I'm, I'm ready. Like, so I trust God and I thank God. And honestly, like I'm seeing more money now than I did when I was working. So it's just like, Whoa, like, come on. Like, so I'm good. And, um, hope you guys are good as well. And hopefully if you're not good, that you find the good in it. Cause there is good to be found. Um, you know, like there is good to be found. God has us wrapped up, tied up, tangled up in him. And I mean, even if you are going through and you can't find that, you know, like you can't find the words to say, if you can't find the scriptures to encourage you, just seek him, just pray, like get before him. And it doesn't have to be long and drawn out and deep. You could just say like, Lord, I really need you. Like what's really going on? What's happening? Like, how is everybody around me blessed? And then it's me. And then I'm like, well, what happened? Did you forget about me? Did you what, what, what? And it's like, no, he didn't forget anything. He didn't miss a mark. 
he didn't nothing nothing he's there he knows all he's in all he he sees us he truly does so I didn't get on here to to preach but um I just got on here to just just acknowledge the goodness of God and to say that there are lessons to be learned even in your like your uh, transition and to just trust him trust him totally so um just as a side thought and like another going to another place in this um episode today I wanted to I guess tell you guys about the books that I got today because I went to this cool um, bookstore called book off um it's in uh, San Diego if you guys are familiar with that it's like Kearney Mesa type area and um I just want to share with you guys the books that I have today and why I got them. So one book I got was The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People by Stephen R. Carvey. Um, I got this book because I remember having this book when I was younger, but uh, I was like, I wanted to get it again. (laughs) Uh, Why not? And uh, it's weird because I just opened up this book and it said, Morton Steakhouse? Question mark. 1 to 3 p.m. or Thursday or Friday. So somebody left a little note in here for meeting up at Morton's Steakhouse. Hopefully they went and they had a good time. Who knows? (laughs) But that's one thing that I do love about getting books is like the little notes that sometimes people write for the person that they bought the book for or whatever. That's literally like one of my favorite things. Um, So that's one book that I got. And another book that I got is called Check Your Privilege. Um... And this book is by Live Into the Work. Yeah. And it has like one, two, three, four, five, six different um, authors that like wrote this book. So it's interesting. I think it, um, I think that just the title, Check Your Privilege, kind of attracted me to the book. So I was like, oh, I'm just going to get it and see what this is about. And uh, yeah, I'm excited to read this one. It's a very small book. It's like, uh, let's see, how many pages is this? Um, uh, 71 pages but I'm just interested in reading it it's talking about like, racial injustice and like what to do and like um, moderating my privilege and like people of color and people that aren't of color like acknowledging the fact that they do have privilege so I will let you guys know how that book goes it's like 71 pages so that should be like a quick read hopefully by the next podcast episode I will have read it read this and have something great to say about it okay The next book is Excuse Me, Your Life is Waiting, um, The Astonishing Power of Feelings by Lynn Gabron. And I think that, like, I was attracted to this book because, like, on the cover, it's like this huge pool and then someone's standing up on a, like a, I don't know what they're called, but like when you go swimming and it's like you go up the ladder and you jump off the little thing and like, oh, the diving board, like you jump, jump into the diving board. It's like a cool little picture of that. And, uh inspired versus whacking i think that that is uh most of us have always had this notion what's the notion that we are raised in that way that in order to attain the things we desire we have had to match the level of those desires with an equivalent personal efforts so this is a good book i can already tell you like it just seems really interesting um talking about getting out there and reaching your dreams and your goals all right can't wait to read that one so this book this next book is called infinite possibilities the art of living your dreams by mike dooley 
this one's a good book. Um, I think that uh, I was attracted to this book because it's just infinite possibilities. Like, who wouldn't want to read something about infinite possibilities? Like, it doesn't stop. It just begins here. Like, that's beautiful. And um, when I first opened the book, he has a scripture, uh, Psalms 82 and 6. And it says, Know ye not that we are gods? So I was like, oh, that's interesting. And then he also has another scripture, John 10 and 34, which he didn't list or um, write out. But in my study later on, I will get into that and see which one that is. So I was like, OK, this book has some sort of um, biblical and like a Christian reference. So why not hop into that one? The next book I got was Stumbling on Happiness by Daniel Gilbert. And so this book is funny because I, okay, so I opened it up and the first thing that I saw last night when I read it was the, um, the acknowledgments. And so let me read you like, just like the first part It's like, this is a part of the book in which the author typically claims that nobody writes a book by himself and then names all the people who presumably wrote the book for him. It must be nice to have friends like that. Alas, all the people who wrote this book are me, so let me instead thank those who by their gifts enabled me to write the book without them. So I was like, oh shoot, I thought that was like so cool, like what a way to begin a book. Like that's an acknowledgement that I acknowledge and I like. So I thought that was super weighty and super cool and I can't wait to dive into this one, Stumbling on Happiness. Sounds really cool. The next book, the title automatically, I was, I was in it. Like I was like, oh, I was in it. So the title is one thing you can't do in heaven. So I was like, what's that about? Like, what can I not do in heaven? And so let me read you this little part. It says, um, are you ready for eternity? If so, are you helping others to get ready for that journey into eternity that each of us must, must take as believers? We all know that we should tell others about the Lord, but we often don't know how. This practical book will give you ideas for starting conversations, examples of witnessing situations, and answers to common questions. It will help motivate and equip you to reach both friends and strangers for Jesus for the rest of your life. So I'm assuming that the one thing that we cannot do in heaven is witness. So I was like, oh, okay. Well, I'm getting this book. I love the title. I love the back page. I love how it said that. I'm down. I'm reading it. Many of you might not know, but I'm a part of the missions team in my church. And uh, that like sparked a fire in me that I'm grateful for. I'm like, I got to get on that. The next book that I bought is called Simple Abundance, a day book of comfort and joy by Sarah Ban Brethnash or Brethnach. Okay. Um, sorry, let me rewind really quickly so the one thing you can't do in heaven is by mark cahill i just realized i forgot to say that author but anyway simple abundance is a good book it's like a not like a devotional but it's like a day book like every single day you have a like a cute little um story or like a cute little passage and um i appreciate this book a lot because uh i could just tell that she had a really good heart when she wrote it like, if that makes sense, I don't know how to explain that. But it just seemed like she was in it for real. Um, when I first opened it up uh, to January 1st, uh, the first thing that was in it, it says a transformative year of delight and discovery. 
And so on the first quote, she had, there are years that ask questions and years that answer. And that's by Zora Neale Hurston. And that is my favorite quote. That's been my favorite quote since I discovered Zora Neale Hurston on Their Eyes Were Watching God. And I was just enthralled with her. I'm just like, I love her so much. Um, So that was good for me. Um, Another portion that I wanted to read for you all was, um, let me see. Okay, so uh, I know that it's March now, so we can just make it make sense for March. But this says, uh, this may take some time, but time is the New Year's bountiful blessings. There are 365 bright mornings and starlit evenings, 52 promising weeks, 12 transformative months full of beautiful possibilities and four splendid seasons a simply abundant year to be savored and I'm just like to hear that and to read that is just so optimistic and just so beautiful and I just thought that that was like everything and um yeah I just I love that so I can't wait to dive more into this book I'm currently on page oh they don't have page numbers but I'm currently on January 7th in this book um it goes through all 365 days and I was just going to read it by chapters so 12 chapters just use them you know um, as I go so um, I found this thing called block poetry where you go in and you find a page and you just block off certain words and then you create a poem with those words and so I practiced that in this book and uh, one of the poems that I found is a sadness we cannot name is a disconnect from God so I was like that is so beautiful that's gonna go into my poetry book you guys have to eventually one day buy it um once I publish it and write it (laughs) but um yeah I just thought that was gorgeous so okay and the next book I got was Authentic Happiness by Martin E.P. Silgman and he has his PhD so um using the positive psychology to realize your potential for lasting fulfillment so I was like oh these books are interesting or this was interesting why not So the first chapter is positive emotions, positive feeling, and a positive character. Um, Yeah. So I was like, okay, let me jump in here and get real positive. So I noticed that I have a theme with my books. It's like all about positivity and keeping your mind right and keeping that smile on your face. And I'm just grateful because I was like, well, I didn't know I was going to have a crappy week like I had, but I'm grateful that I have books and the word of God and people around me, company, not company, but, uh, well, company too, company and uh, community to help me keep it together. Cause your girl was really not having a good one. Um, also you all, I finished that book by Rupi Kaiwar, um, homebody. That book is hands down, probably one of my favorite books. Um, I read it and I'm grateful that I wrote that I read it. Um, I went in and I bought like a bunch of sticky notes and I wrote like, Uh, words and things that affirmed me in the time of me reading it and I was just like wow this book is amazing so I'm probably gonna like write her on Instagram like the millions of other people that write her on Instagram and like let her know how much her book meant to me you know how that works so I'm trying to find um, I wrote out something that I wanted to read but it's okay I will save that for next episode all so this episode's getting a little bit long but i just thank you guys for listening and um, catching up with me um just remember that god has your back he has 
everything under control and you can trust him with it all. So I will catch you all again on another episode of Journey with Janita. Thank you for journeying with me and listening to me talk about these books. (laughs) I will see you guys on the next episode. Thank you. Bye-bye.